They're called pro ana. Have you guys ever heard that term? No. I, from you, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's like it's like this whole thing. It's like they have like pro anorexia. Pro anorexia. It's crazy. Except they. Hi guys. Hey. Welcome to episode five. We are talking about disordered eating. So, um, just a few things. This could be triggering to you if you are going through this you've been through this before so we want you to continue to stay on a healthy path also we just wanted to state that we are speaking about our personal experiences so um, one we are not nutritionists we are not dietitians we are not registered in any way but we would always recommend speaking to somebody with more professional credentials I guess from a female perspective three different females three different life paths um, to talk about eating disorders and what I like to call disordered eating um, because I feel like that pill is a lot easier to uh, swallow and it's less like I could say I have disordered eating without saying I had or have an eating disorder and it kind of feels a bit more comfortable um, but I, I think like it's a, it's a good conversation to have right now uh, during a pandemic when there's so much conversation about weight so much conversation about like how people are staying healthy how people are living during this time and you know people stay in quarantine 15 x y and z um, and how it can really still impact our mental psyche. So I guess my first question for you guys would be, um, do you guys, have you guys ever had an eating disorder? Um, so I'll start with you, Chanel. Have you had an eating disorder before? Um, so back to her saying disordered eating versus eating disorder, I would say disordered eating can have many characteristics. So you can be severely tracking your food or you can be severely under eating or you can be fasting for days. Yep. So when I'm talking about my disordered eating, I'm talking in that aspect. Um, so the things that were putting it together that made it disordered eating was um, I was tracking my calories <laughs> to the T. Like, what are macros? To the T. Like if I was like, oh, I'm going to have some syrup, I was measuring the syrup <laughs> on the spoon. Like and exactly like, like one exactly tablespoon. one tablespoon. Wow. Um, and then I was like, okay, I know exactly. Fun what fact, I'm, I'm just gonna cut her off. She actually encouraged me to get aware. So I have a food scale that I don't use <laughs> because she knows like this is a good idea. Anyways, it was you know what? It was good for me because I'm an overeater, but it helped. But then it, I, it swung all the way on the other side of the pendulum, and so um, you always want to find that balance of like listening to your body's natural hunger cues. Um, my weighing was my way to like okay like we're just gonna figure our way back there and then I just swung all the way back and then I was doing like fasting for like 16 hours a day then eating for a small window then I started doing like this three-day fast and then on day two when I went into the shower and almost fell I was like okay it's <laughs> like it's not it's even horrible. it's horrible so yeah, it was so bad yeah. I was like I really want to prove to myself that I can do it but what was I really proving so um I, that day I was like yeah. you didn't tell me you, you fell I almost That's fell so like I had to hold on to the curtain the curtain's not stable so I was already like Chanel yes. you're like dizzy and you're yes. like well you didn't so know you were hungry before then like well yeah I was on day two of the fast I was very hungry I was very hungry but like I wanted to prove that I could do it or you wanted the abs <laughs> i wanted the abs and i wanted the last bit of weight to come off so i could be like okay yeah, yeah, last time ever. but the topsy-turvy in the shower i was like actually it's probably my best interest to drink water and eat food and all those things <laughs> and work out and, and, water. You know, and i'm working out on like the emptiness and it just all of it was just now that i look at it like yeah i did get to my goal weight but then now i'm thinking like if i have to go back there these are not the measures that i should be taking it's, i did lose weight though but um but at what cost at what cost <laughs> at, what at almost pulling down my shower curtain and then that would have been real costs financial costs 
Uh, yeah, I guess I, I really did in high school, especially. Um, like, I, I think I talked about it on, on the show before, but I used to be a lot heavier. That was a lot shorter, too. It's very weird. I had this, like, weird growth spurt, like, and then I also lost the weight, but, like, I was, like, 5'1", 5'5", maybe, but, like, I was, like, I don't even know what I weighed, but when I started losing weight, I weighed myself, and I was, like, 180. Oh. Yeah, so I was, like, and, like, And I, you were, like, 5 foot at that time? Yeah, I was, like, 5 foot. So I was, like, you know, like, quite chunkier looking, I guess, because, like, I think if you're taller and you, you weigh more, like, it's okay, like, mm-hmm. your body kind of, like, looks okay, but you're, like, I was a kid, so, you know, kids kind of t- tend to look a little round, and then I was shorter, so, of course, I look even more round. Yeah. So, and then afterwards, I did, like, a complete 180, because I used to eat junk food all the time, and then I, I started, you know, doing yoga and working out, and then I really got in my head that like I really just needed to lose weight to just like look like everybody else because I was so tired of like getting teased and so tired of like you know being like the fat one of all my friends um and then so I started like not eating a lot I think I was like counting my calories and some days I would eat like 900 calories or which is not enough did you know that you actually need at least like 1200 calories to survive to like survive. survive and so yeah I think that's when I had like really really disordered eating um and then luckily i guess i just kind of i don't know i don't want to say like grew out of it but like my sister kind of like found out i was like on these like terrible websites by the way they're called pro anna have you guys ever heard that term no from you i've heard about it yeah it's like it's like this whole thing it's like they have this like pro anorexia pro anorexia it's crazy except they make it cute and they'd say like they call it anna and then so like these girls who are not actually anorexic they're like dying to be anorexic and they like promote themselves to like oh yeah did you did you eat today no i only had water they're like good for you and they like support one another it's so it's so strange and they still exist like you could like join a whatsapp chat and then like these girls like encourage each other anyway so i was kind of like dabbling in those websites oh my god my sister was like found it she's like what the hell are you doing and so I think that's when I kind of like started, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of actually sick what you're doing. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is like an illness. And then I think that's kind of when I started turning it around. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I've talked about this a little bit, but I feel like um, just growing up in the dance industry and being on the big side, um, I definitely had, I didn't realize what it was, I would say at the time, but I would not eat or I would eat and then I'd have to throw up later. Like I definitely had stomach issues. like. And also like certain foods still today, like, but it could also be a mix of like me being like lactose sensitive and stuff, but I would like eat like a lot of ice cream and then have to like throw up. Um, But I guess at that time I didn't really have a name for it. The comments definitely from like being young, like if I put on weight, like someone in my family would definitely comment on it. Um, And then I was also very like cautious of my weight because I felt like I was bigger than everyone else around me, like just, physically taller like more muscular and then also thick like so I felt like that kind of made me have like the bouts that I did with um disordered eating um so I would say I would say yeah like I I think if I had a daughter and she felt the way that I felt growing up or um did what I was doing I would be like okay we need to talk about this and that's kind of the way that it's easier to see because like from your own perspective like it's hard for you to be like well I know I think I was fine but like if you had a daughter, like, would you want her to be counting calories and, like, eating 900 calories a day or, like, not eating for days or, you know, three days no eating just to lose, like, 10 pounds? Like, it really doesn't matter, like, the weight on the scale. Like, 
yeah. think that's what people like really forget and like even me like sometimes I forget like sometimes I look really good and then I'll put I'll go on the scale and it's like oh the scale didn't show that I lost weight so now I don't feel like I look as good but I do look the same like you know what I mean or when you feel like you lost weight and then you go on the scale and you're like oh I didn't lose any weight so like you're disappointed you're yourself. disappointed all day all day <laughs> all day the whole week you're like and it's like I think that's kind of silly though and I feel like you know as much as we keep saying it about um you know be confident in yourself don't worry about the number on the scale don't even weigh yourself there is still something ingrained in you that really yeah. puts like significance to your weight like yeah. it's so serious it's like also like your height too like i feel like guys say like oh i want a girl who's like five five or like five one or whatever and like if you're taller like i was always taller i was like i'm five six and a half so i always felt like i was bigger especially when i was younger and i would be like i just wish i was like five five like i just wanted to be five five because that was what was regular and we i just wanted to be five five you that's want to be five that's it my mom said that was the perfect height and she's looking at me dead in my face when i'm five one that's the thing she's like you know five five is the best height i'm like yeah yeah i know but like when you're a smaller person like two to three pounds can look yeah very so different yeah. so like even when people are like oh it's just i'm like you don't understand it's just because when you put that on then your neck is rolling then like everything <laughs> else is just like it just looks crazy because you're small but um yeah my parents were always just like you know five five is that's like yeah and i feel like i don't know for a woman i feel like all these numbers are something that's like ingrained in us that it's like mm -hmm. so much has so much importance yeah so it yeah. doesn't surprise me that like young girls feel like i need to you know do whatever it takes mm -hmm. uh, so personally like right now what i'm dabbling with is intermittent fasting so um i feel like it's a more controllable way for you to kind of control the calories that you're eating for me it's easier because you kind of just have your window and work within your window i think it is a bit crazy when you um you're like okay i'm only going to eat for three hours or four hours of the day i don't think those ones are sustainable um but eight hours i feel like is pretty reasonable it kind of just puts in your mind like don't eat after a certain time and like don't like stuff your face too early that's kind of how i see the um the intermittent fasting for some people the way that they do their intermittent fasting or they do OMAD diets it can definitely be uh, part of disordered eating if you tell a guy how how much you weigh and is he gonna be like oh dang you have can you look me up or no if you can't give me a piggyback ride then we, it's you who's too small so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just no, kidding i'm yeah. not muscles <laughs> yeah no. if you can't give me a piggyback ride then what are you doing yeah. it's not me it's you yeah so how do you think like you like, I feel like we all experienced it to a certain degree in the past. Like, do you think you're kind of like, I guess, out of it now? Or do you think like you're still in it? Like, and how did you escape it if you did escape it? Like, what do you think? I don't think it's like an escapable thing. I don't think you ever. It follows you. I don't think it, it ever yeah, does follow you. It follows you. Like, I'm yeah. online and I'm like, ooh, she looks good. And like, no belly. What did she have to, what did you get there? But um, I just feel like it's, you're never fully out of the woods. Like, when you're like, okay, I feel comfortable with myself, then you put one thing on, you're like, okay, I'm not that, sure. That's not <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm out of, I, I'm not sure if I'm doing well right now. Um, or, like, when you're eating something, but you're feeling bad about eating it, sometimes, even if you have to talk yourself out of that thought process, you were already there. So I think you're never fully done, or I'm never fully done. Um, so every day I just have to be like, okay... Take it day by day. Yeah. Okay, you wanted to eat that. There's obviously a reason why you wanted to eat that. Did you enjoy it? Yes. If you didn't, 
well, that sucks. That <laughs> we wanted it at that time. But, um, yeah, I think it's just always a conscious, um, I'm feeling this and I'm letting it go. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just trying to have that talk with yourself whenever you get to that state is just, like, the most important thing. Yeah. Because after, when I was trying to, when I was, um, like, dieting to get married, um, I actually lost, like, a ton of weight. And then, like, even till this day, when I look at wedding pictures, I'm like, oh, my God, my arm looks so big. I look so heavy here. Blah, really? blah, blah. And I was like, like, back then, I was actually pretty thin. Like, I, I was, like, a size two. And I was, like, so unhappy with myself. Like, and I was so critical. And then I thought, like, oh, in my 30s, I'm going to, you know, escape it. I'm going to be better. But it's just that, like, you have to really, really put in an effort sometimes. Wow. Yeah. I know. Wow, I know, and it, it's like I don't know. You Sac- think you're gonna grow out of it, but you, you have never to actually do. And try. I think it sometimes to. it gets worse. Yeah. I feel like it's a mental, the, the self talk though. Like I feel like maybe through like positive affirmations and like writing down your thoughts and then replacing them with, with positive thoughts, um, those type of things, like activities that you can do to kind of mend it. I've seen even girls who have abs, skinny girls, fit girls. They all have it too. They a lot of them have body dysmorphia too, where. Mm-hmm. They talk about how they see themselves in the mirror when they're like super like jacked and be like oh like I look fat it's crazy mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I don't know I think we have to ask the guys if they have the same experience but I feel like sometimes guys do but in a different way um, maybe just on like we muscle thicker, stronger to come across more better bigger, taller maybe taller yeah. taller taller I think it's like the control thing though that's like I think that's usually when like eating disorders come around or like you kind of are like dabbling with it when you're like trying to really like control every aspect yes. of your life uh, but I loved the control like I don't know if it's just me as a person mm-hmm. but I love controlling every aspect of what <laughs> I know if I do this exactly like how I did it last week these are the results of next week oh. so like w- with like weighing every single thing and like seeing it physically like written down and you're like okay I was exactly this much calories which means I will lose exactly two pounds just like last week without stress or without doing this and just actually be able to control something because you can't control the people outside you can't control mm-hmm. um, how you're gonna react to things sometimes so like knowing that like I have this and I can control it and like this is mine well as long as you're being really really responsible I think that's fine because like if you're like oh I want to control it I want to make sure I'm having like I don't know 1800 calories every day and you stick to that then that's like a good plan that you should have that's no like, but i think it's like it should be loose like you have to understand like if it's a birthday or you know if you're it's thanksgiving it's okay to deviate from it. i definitely had a day well i didn't have a day like i had like okay if you're feeling for this let yourself have it let yourself feel it still track it but but then when you're tracking it and you see it you're like it's not worth it now i'm not gonna eat dinner <laughs> I, I would want just to hope that um if anybody has those feelings where like they feel like they need to severely track something like look deeper like your body is a reflection of what you're eating during that time like maybe you're super stressed maybe you have like a lot of schoolwork or maybe your job is just pissing you off and you just want candy or whatever you can actually like look to find out okay what are the causes for this type of behavior because mm-hmm. oftenly like i think everyone wants to be like beyonce and be like a vegan and like have a chef cook for you seven days a week but the reality is like we're busy life, life doesn't allow that we're busy yeah. yeah but when your body's craving something it actually like is it's telling to tell you something you. yeah like if it's like craving like chocolate or something it's actually like oh like you should eat some nuts because that's actually what's satisfying you exactly yeah 
I used to have a lot of cravings before. I used to be like a sweet tooth maniac. Oh my god, I'm still a sweet tooth maniac. I'm not. I love the chocolate though. Yeah, me too. Without you, I'll, I'll be sick. Of I don't. I don't yeah. have it anymore. Like I, I still, I still like my sweets. You know what it was? I went on the water fast. And <laughs> I went on the water. I did. I juiced for seven days. I like bought some juicing thing, and I was like, I got slim. Then I, I did a water fast. I think for twenty four hours, and like honestly, like. I'm, I still like yesterday I had a hot Kit Kat bar to be honest but I don't have that feeling I would wake up in the night like my mom was can attest to this like I'd wake up and be like okay I feel like gum like and I have to go to get hubba bubba like I'm not kidding oh wow that's very yeah perfect but I guess um all that to say um if you're having any of those situations if you're feeling that way please go see a professional mm-hmm. um we're just kind of sharing our experience so that you know that it happens to all of us it's not just you um, and hopefully our stories kind of inspire you and help you looking inside on your own um, eating patterns and just deciding you know maybe you have this disorder eating and you haven't realized it or maybe you do have an eating disorder and you need to to get help but regardless you're beautiful just but, the way you are um, also we don't want to take away from the fact that you can be healthy and you can lose weight in a very healthy way if that is what you want to do mm-hmm. um, we're just talking about the when the pendulum swings in the other direction there is a, on netflix an unwell um documentary where it talks about fasting and i thought that was very very interesting so you guys should check that out too thanks guys thank you bye